If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Raiders of the Lost podcast is brought to you by our friends Manscaped, the leaders in men's grooming. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout from Manscaped.com to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping worldwide. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast. This is James, and I'm going to be doing a review of Uncharted that just got released by Sony. I'll keep it spoiler-free for the first half, then I will warn you when I start to do spoilers so that we can talk about it a little more in depth. Now, this stars, obviously, Tom Holland as the title character, Nathan Drake, Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas, Sophia Ali, Tati Gabrielle. And Steven Waddington. This movie right now on IMDb is a 6.7, which is pretty decent. Not great, but it's pretty decent. Uh, box office right now, it's destroying. It's at $139 million worldwide, number one at the box office. So that will probably mean it's going to, I'm sure, get a sequel when it's that successful. Let's see what the budget of this film was, though. The budget of Uncharted was $120 million. So I would say it probably needs to hit like two hundred. 250 to ensure that they're going to make a sequel for sure because you know you get a factor in the marketing budget. Rotten Tomatoes has this rotten at 40% and the audience score is at 90%. Now the film follows Nathan Drake, who is a street smart history buff and is recruited by treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune amassed by Ferdinand Magellan and lost 500 years ago by the house of Mancada. Now this is based on the video game Uncharted, the same name, where Nathan Drake goes, goes on these adventures, and and as the character Nathan Drake, you're finding treasure, you're you know you have villains and you have bad guys and your rivals and everything like that. So it's a great action adventure video game that's similar to Tomb Raider, but you know kind of picked up where Tomb Raider started to fall off, and then was like the top dog in terms of the adventure games for a little while. Now the movie. You know, this has been in development for years, actually. Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play Nathan Drake years ago, and David O. Russell was even attached to direct at one point. And so Mark, I think he would have been a really good Nathan Drake in this movie, which is a little unfortunate because it seems like they kind of just like, oh, we have Tom Holland. He's 
he's Spider-Man, big cash grab right now. We can probably use him to get people in the audience, which I'm actually a little surprised that uh, Tom Holland, the box office draw is really there for him. You know, obviously Spider-Man obviously made $1.8 billion, No Way Home, but I'm talking about, you know, Tom's other movies have not performed well. And in general, Marvel actors, their films outside of the MCU, for the most part, the majority of them, they don't draw a big crowd like they were doing before their Marvel movies. But, you know, Tom pulls an audience. He gets butts in the seats. I give Uncharted a 5.5 out of 10. You know, it's fun. I laughed a lot. I probably laughed the most in the theater because I think Mark's hilarious. That Boston humor just, just you know, it gets me so well. Uncharted, kid. But I think overall, Uncharted was a missed opportunity because it could have been and should have been something really special or something close to special that was captured, you know, with adventure films like Pirates of the Caribbean, The Mummy recently for in terms of trying to emulate great action adventure thrill rides like Indiana Jones. I think it could have had that potential. All they had to do was follow the games and the storylines. This this games in the store in the the video games already have excellent storylines, excellent characters, uh plot development. That's what video games are nowadays. They're kind of like movies that you're interacting in and playing in yourself. But obviously Hollywood being Hollywood, they took the video game and they stripped it of everything except for the characters and really just essentially the character names and some of the the designs, I guess. Because really Sully and Nathan Drake are the only characters from the game that are in the film, I believe. Not to saying that like you have to have played the games to enjoy Uncharted. You don't have to have played the games. It could have been a great action-adventure movie like Pirates of the Caribbean or The Mummy. But they stripped the game down, just gave the characters in, the, in a similar uh, storyline or, or goals of the characters, and then just did the what is going on in Hollywood today with kind of basic storylines, basic characters, not taking any risks really. It wants to be a great adventure movie, but ultimately it really just doesn't care or really want to work for it to be a great adventure movie. It's it's a turn-your-brain-off movie that is enjoyable if you go in with low expectations. You know, it starts off strong, I think, but I think it kind of starts to... It plummets a little bit with these flashbacks, but, you know, I don't mind turn-your-brain-off movies as well, as long as they're giving me something new, something original. Like, I said the, sa- the same thing for The Tomorrow War. That is a shut-your-brain-off movie. Don't think about it too hard. Have a blast. You know, that movie is original. It's this unique planetary set threat that we've never seen uh in Hollywood or in movies with this new take on aliens excellent creature design you know Weta Digital did great work in that film plus Chris Pratt's a great lead awesome cast and obviously that movie has more bullets sprayed than any other movie in history so that was that was a really fun time the tomorrow I watched that back-to-back nice actually because I had such a good time and that's I think a great example of turn your your brain off have a good time but for for Uncharted I, I'm. Do we? I. I don't want to always have to turn my brain off to to enjoy something, if that makes sense. And I think what they did with this movie is they they throw so many jokes and one liners in it that it kind of hides the fact that the script is not that great and the story and plot overall isn't phenomenal either. And some of the characters are a little dull. And this movie is full of these one liners, which are funny, but again, it kind of. It, it makes you ignorant of the fact that it's not the greatest script of all time. Like Mark Wahlberg, obviously not the greatest actor in the world, but he's oh he's very solid when he tries. You know, Mark Wahlberg phoned it in this movie. You can tell, love the guy, but 
he he doesn't look like he's there putting in 100% effort because I think he knows what he, they did with this character. They took Sully, and Sully's supposed to be like in his mid-60s, like he's out of his prime treasure hunter, but and then Nathan Drake's obviously like in his 30s, supposed to be in the game around there, late 20s, 30s, in his prime, whereas Mark Wahlberg's kind of like in the middle of both of those age ranges in, in those characters, so he doesn't he's too old to play Nathan Drake, but he's also too young to play Sully, and it kind of had a weird dynamic. And the the character of Sully, I think, might maybe was the weakest in the movie in general because all they did with Mark Wahlberg is they turned him into a constant walking one liner. The guy has fifty one line jokes in this movie, and it's fun. I would say like more than half of them land, but still, it's like it's not an interesting character if all he has to contribute to the storyline, the plot is usually fumbling, bumbling around because he's, I guess, out of his prime, throwing all these one-liners at Tom Holland to make you have a good time and, and laugh. And then other scenes, he's, like, got his strength back, and he's he's in his prime combat-wise. I don't know. It, it didn't really make sense for the character. He seemed just really uninteresting, and I think Mark Wahlberg seemed uninterested in the character because I think he obviously preferred wanting to play Nathan Drake, like, 10 years ago. But that kind of disappointed me where... He's, it's just a weird role, and he's literally just a walking one-liner. And then, I mean, Tom's, I think he's a really good actor. He's perfect as Spider-Man. I just think that Nathan Drake, though, he's too he's too young and too boyish looking. He's still, I know he's, what, 24, 25, but he, he still looks like he's a teenager, which is perfect for Spider-Man, you know? But for Uncharted, this I think this lead role would really have been improved from having like a, like a manly man, like a, like a, like an action hero looking guy, like a Harrison Ford type guy, Henry Cavill, someone with scruff and and a jawline, a chiseled jawline. Like I, I think it would have had, it would have been a much better movie and experience. And I think if that character was uh, more fulfilled, because this is an origin story, you know, Uncharted, Nathan Drake origins, which I get. They, I, I don't know, I get that's what studios are doing, but I still understand it. Where, why do we have to have all these origin stories. Why does everything have to be an origin story? I know they're trying to, in their eyes, they're trying to set up a franchise, I guess. You know, we start with the origin story, then we'll have the sequel. And then the third one, I think, you know, everyone's trying to follow the the Iron Man formula, the Batman Begins Dark Knight trilogy formula, and the Marvel formula. And it doesn't always work. Because this movie, I think, would have been ten times better if Nathan Drake is already a fully formed hero. You know, it's not until the end of the movie where, so I'll start getting into spoiler stuff right now. So this is your warning. I'll give you, I'll give you a couple seconds. It's not until the very end of the movie, third act, last 15 minutes, where Nathan Drake by Tom Holland is finally fully formed, has his full wardrobe, the costume, you know, the, the white shirt with the long sleeves, the, um, the gun holsters around his shoulders. It's not until 10 minutes left in the movie where that happens. And, you know, it opens up where he's not a treasure hunter. He's just a history buff. And he's a he's a, a, con, a con artist, you could say, or just a pickpocket. Which is interesting, I guess. But um, if they open this movie up with Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, fully formed, on a mission, on a treasure hunt, gets backstabbed... Open it up like Raiders of the Lost Ark. This movie would have been sick. It would have been sick to have a fully formed Nathan Drake at the beginning of the movie. Because it was because Nathan Drake also has guns. And to see 
Tom Holland with guns. I thought it was pretty cool, him shooting guns and everything. But I don't know. It just would have been a, a much better opening because then they they force so much exposition on you with flashbacks, with his older brother storyline. And it's really just they cram all this intense exposition into like 90 seconds. And you're like, wait, what? What? This makes no sense. Why are they having this conversation while they're trying to steal a map? Why are they stealing this map anyways? And they don't have masks on or gloves like this makes no sense what's going on. So a little bit was, I think, if they just had him fully formed, like, skip the origin stories. Just give me Nathan Drake from the beginning of the movie. It would have been so much better, in my opinion. And overall, you know, again, it's it's a good time. It's fun. You'll laugh. CGI and effects are pretty cool. Tom's a charming kid. I love watching him. Uh, he does a lot of great stunt work in this movie as well. Tom Holland, like, really, uh, t- this might be his most stunt-heavy film, even more than, than No Way Home. He is doing all sorts of crazy stuff in this movie. So he's clearly been training and working really hard for roles like this. So I'm, it's cool to see him kind of tr- like f- falling into like that Tom Cruise, Jackie Chan stunt actor, leading man role kind of actor, I think. So that'd be cool to see what he's doing in the future with more films. But with Uncharted, again, I think it would have worked better if he was older and older actor was cast. And, you know, Uncharted is essentially a Marvel movie. It's maybe like a mid-low tier Marvel movie same formula, same kind of storyline, same origin stories, same one-liners, jokes, uh, safe cinematography for the most part, safe action sequences, cool effects. Um, but, you know, and then post credit scene, second post credit scene, Uncharted is a Marvel movie. You know, it's, an, it's a Marvel movie with Peter Parker as Uncharted, is a treasure hunter instead. And they also copied um, an, an entire sequences from Ocean's Eleven, Casino Royale, National Treasure. National Treasure I get because, you know, it's an, another adventure film looking for clues and everything. So that I understand, you know, similar exact, similar movies, Pepsi, Coke. So obviously they're going to have similar scenes. But Ocean's Eleven, they, they basically copied the concept of the pickpocket where that's Matt Damon's character. He pickpockets. He picks the girl's wrist. He steals her jewelry at the restaurant and then solely steals the jewelry from him, leaves the business card. You know, that's exactly what happens in Ocean's Eleven when Matt Damon's character picks a pocket, picks the pocket of the guy on the train, and then George Clooney picks his pocket and leaves a business card in his pocket. So it's the exact same thing. I was watching, I'm like, that's Ocean's Eleven. And then Casino Royale stole bits from that, especially the get your get your finger off your ear, the, the headphone thing like that. But, you know, there were some original moments, you know, some clever things here and there. I wish there was more of the treasure hunting where the audience is involved with clues and everything like that. Um, and then the the third act is very Avengers, like the, the Avengers movie, the first one, where instead of flying hover ships, we're dealing with flying pirate ships. You know, they crash into each other. There's a villain swap at, in this movie, which I thought was underwhelming and kind of lame. You know, I thought Antonio Banderas was a really interesting and cool villain. And then they just take him out and his this like twenty five year old henchwoman of his is now in charge of all his his entire wealth and, and army, I guess, in mercenaries. Which you know she wanted more money. I thought Antonio was was an awesome villain instead if he was the main villain the entire time. That would have been cool. Um, Sophia Ali as Chloe Fraser, she's pretty solid. More interesting of a character than Sully for sure. More to do than just one liners. Uh, there's a lot of backstabbing in this film and a lot of forgiveness of backstabbing. Like when she backstabs Nathan Drake, 
and then like Nathan's like, oh, it's all good. Don't worry. We can still work together. I'd be like, we are never working again together. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, you can take your, your treasure and screw, take your key, key and screw. So that, you know, I, and then it seems like the script had no idea what to do with her because Chloe, after betraying Nathan which for like the second time, which he, you know, predicts will happen and sends her, gives her the wrong coordinates and sends her off. She's gone the whole third act. She's not even part of the action set piece. She's not in the third act. And I'm just watching. I'm like, what happened to Chloe? I thought she was like one of the main characters in this movie. And she has nothing to do in the third act of the movie. She's just gone, probably exploring some random cave looking for stuff. They don't cut to her or anything. They just show her driving away on the uh, uh, driving away on the boat. And then it's, it's just uh, solely... Nathan Nathan versus Braddock and her her henchmen now and Chloe is just MIA until the very very end of the film when she's like sees them flying away in the helicopter it's like where the hell is she this whole time when she's so much featured in the entire film um again turn your brain off kind of movie but not in the best way 5.5 out of 10 that's I think being pretty generous I you know it's probably going to get a sequel. I really just hope that they they try harder on the script and try to just stick to the video game storylines and the plots. And you don't even have to know the video game, but it, uh, just trust me, like, those storylines are solid. There's, there's a reason why they're so successful. And I don't think we'll we'll get that. I think we'll probably just get a part two of this if Mark Wahlberg wants to come back or not. He's His, his response of people asking if there's a sequel is like, he's like, yeah, fans want it if we can do something better than yeah. So maybe he won't sign on if they can't write a better script. But again, this could be, this could have had the potential to be a Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, it could have had the potential to be a mummy. It could have been there, but they really just, it, it seems like they just didn't really care that much and went safe routes, just copying the same old storylines. It's a Marvel style film from Sony. Post-credit scenes are more important than the the storyline, you know. We have to set up the next film rather than worrying about making a great first film. You know, there's there's really no point in even having the brother in the movie, you know. They didn't even have to have the older brother in the entire film. And then they just tease him with a post-credit scene. It's like, all right, he's alive. Was that have, like? It is what it is. But, you know, I wish that these studios would just focus on back away from the origin stories. Just write a great script, great adventure film. Because this, again, has that potential to be a Pirates of the Caribbean, but, you know, they just missed the mark, and it's a missed opportunity. But overall, again, it's funny. It's a good time. Cool effects. If that's all you want, then this is a great watch for you. I saw it on IMAX, so it was it was so cool to see that on the big screen, all those great effects, obviously. Tom, Mark, they're really great, and I hope you enjoyed this review of Uncharted, my unbiased, honest, and humble opinion. Take care. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.